welcome to another deep dive episode of hell in a cell phone the podcast where we attempt to make sense of the attitude era of wwe 20 years later i'm your host aaron benoit joined as always by our wrestling historian bobby hankinson hello and experiencing this all for the first time eric silver Happy to be on the podcast with uh, two straight weeks of deep dive homework. It was it was an easy one, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes of homework for this one. Oh, man. But I will not spoil what this one is about. I'm going to turn this over to Bobby Hankinson, who uh, was the one behind this episode. So the deep dive that we are doing today is actually one of my favorite moments of wrestling ever. I remember watching in real time when it aired. Um, and I've been sort of sticking in the back of my mind because I feel like it is a moment in history that has been lost to history. Um, we are talking about the first women's main event of Raw. Uh, no, that is not the Trish and Lita match that you are probably thinking of where Lita takes the really nasty uh, suicide dive bump and breaks her entire body in half like a fucking scorpion. No. That is not the first women's main event ever in Raw history. The first women's main event took place in August of 2000... 2000 or 2001? 2000. <laughs> 2000. I keep it so confident. And I'm really, still stuck I on like a scorpion. Like, I mean, have you seen that bump? Well, no, Look but the, the scor- are, I, I no. certainly haven't. Are, no. are, scor- are scorpions known to break themselves in half is my but question. You know what scorpions... Ba- like the, if you consider the tail, it makes this sort of like um, C shape. Mm-hmm. Now imagine Lita flying through the air, Got landing it. on Got her Got it. Now I'm face. understanding. I am with you. You've painted yeah. the picture. Ooh, it is and it is brutal. Unbelievable that she was not like seriously more injured in that exact moment. I mean, like the crowd gasped. It was hideous. But any, that's not the match we're talking about. Ha! <laughs> 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 oh, just kidding. Okay. Uh, you may be confused by us talking about it, but it is not what we are talking about. We are talking Eric's, about Eric's getting sweaty again, like last week. <laughs> like, did I do yeah. the wrong homework again? Guys. We're gonna keep like we're watching the trilogy forward. of matches. Between... <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys are gonna get you're yeah you're like uh, and we're gonna be talking about SummerSlam 2011. What what? <laughs> and obviously we couldn't talk about that without also watching. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> but this is a great match for so many reasons. This is like Stephanie's like one of if not her first actual wrestling match. You know, she's had the title and maintained it through a whole lot of shenanigans. So this is one of her first real outings in the ring. This is Lita's first uh, champion taste of championship gold uh, at the WWF. This is uh, a shift in the women's division uh, happening. And this is happening main event. Uh, this is happening with the absolute top stars. It is a main event match, and I, I can't believe we don't talk about it more often because it's got main event written all over it. The Rock is there. Kurt Angle is there. Triple H is there. The Hardys are there. The crowd is white hot. Um, it, I remember watching this live, and as we've talked about many times in this podcast, I was and continue to be apparently a huge fucking Lita stan. Just thought she was the coolest, and I just remember like watching this and like jumping out of my seat excited and this is a build that's been happening for a while like lita's been chasing this title since june uh first stephanie um she gets um a shot at the title after there is uh i believe a gauntlet match with uh, a bunch of the women on smackdown tori um hits lita throws her in the ring and stephanie pins her in 11 seconds 
Then on Raw, we've got another one of these. Angle comes in, hits the Olympic Slam with the referee distracted, and Stephanie gets the pin again. So now this is two months now of uh, Lita being denied this title. But as this is happening, Lita's stock is rising incredibly. On July 24th, a match with Lita and a mystery partner against Stephanie and Shane is used to bring back the big show. And Lita is getting involved in the main event picture as well. Now, this is something, Bobby, you remember that I, I didn't until I went back and I watched these Raws is the uh, the marital issues storyline that's happening between Stephanie and Triple H at this time. There's a bit of a love triangle with Kurt Angle, but also Trish Stratus is uh, is causing some of that as well. But Lita also found herself on the main event on uh, July 31st, um, a few weeks before this, where she pairs with The Rock against Triple H and Trish, which ended with The Rock hitting Triple H and and Triple H falling face first into Trish's vulva and laying there to end out the show. Ugh. Oh, boy. Is that the one? Did you watch the match for that one? Yes. Was mm-hmm. that the one? Did Lita, Is that the one where Lita hits like a super far moonsault? I mean, every Lita moonsault looks like a super far moonsault to me. Um, I couldn't tell you with any confidence, Bobby. I just know that every time that she's on, I'm I'm gasping every time at what she's able to accomplish. I love the way she does a moonsault. She there is something like really unique, I think, to the way that she does it. It's like a, the arc is very low. Like it's not like when Charlotte hits a moonsault, she has like the arc is like very high. It's like very graceful. She gets like really good air. I feel like, and like Shawn Michaels, I feel like is the same way. When Lita does a moonsault, there's almost like a snap to it. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's quicker. It's almost, it reminds me of almost like a mousetrap. And it just like snaps really quickly. And she doesn't get like the elevation. But it just looks so fucking cool. Especially the way, like, I think like her whole outfit like works with it too. The way mm-hmm. she has like this like small waist with these big pants. And just the way it all sort of like fits together. It just looks so fucking awesome. And this all brings us to August 21st, 2000. Uh, the Rock has been given the night off as far as being a wrestler, but he is put into the role as referee of the main event between Stephanie and Lita. And when we picked up on our homework, Lita was making her way to gorilla position, and King says, look at that underwear, as it cut off to commercial. Because this is still 2000. And because this is 2000, it also goes to a Stacker 2 commercial. Which, how I never got caught up by, uh, I I was a chubby lad, as uh, I think we've all established at one point. When when I was a kid, I was told that um, at some point you would lose your baby fat. And so I was just waiting for that to happen. And all of a sudden I was going to be transformed into this magical hunk. And so when that happened, I'm surprised I was not drawn in by the incessant amount of Stacker 2 commercials, which was just like caffeine and poison. Oh, I definitely was not taking them as a child, like, at this point, but, like, as soon as I got to college, I was like, oh, I'm 18 now? Great, I'll have a pack of cigarettes and a thing of stack or two, thank you. <laughs> they sold them right next to each other, didn't they? I know, it was very easy. It was just, it was uh, one-stop shopping. Uh, but that stack I don't or two... think I even remember this product. Also, Trim Spa came afterwards, that was, there was were... like, a whole, like... So I didn't do trim spot, but then, but my ex in college did. And it was like after I had grown out of stacker. So I was really ready to be judgy about it. I remember being in his apartment and le- rolling over and finding his trim spot on the nightstand and being like, are you taking trim spot? And I was like, want some money? Want a biker? <laughs> like doing the whole like Anna Nicole. Anna Nicole trim spa, baby. Trim spa, baby. Yeah. And he was like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure Eric was like in Europe doing a study abroad at this point. Probably. Yeah, I think so. Actually, I don't. You know, I don't really. I mean, also, again, I wasn't watching a lot of TV. Um, I, you know, none of my friends were big into the the weight loss uh, <laughs> supplement thing. I don't know. So. So then we get to the match itself. Lita comes to the ring. Stephanie comes out with Hunter and Kurt in tow. Stephanie is wearing her SMH shirt, which did that mean shaking my head at that Suck point? Suck my Hunter? <laughs> what? Stephanie McMahon Helmsley? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love oh. it because it looks like um, like a generic like business t-shirt you would get printed at the mall. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. they're like, we yeah, can yeah. put your logo on anything. Do you want it on a hat? Do you want it on a shirt? End of list. Like that's all we can do. That's what it reminds me of. And in a way, that works for the character. Like that's perfect. <laughs> like that cheesy '80s like uh, letterhead sort of like fa. Like everything about it is very bad, and I honestly kind of love it. It's a, it's amazing that I, I once again uh, the McMahons get the worst ring gear, but like I guess it's part of the design, right? Like you would think the the daughter and son of the boss and and the boss himself, like when all three of them wrestle, you'd think they get some really cool, colorful shit, but it literally is like the uh, the I don't know the bottom of the um, the Salvation Army bag that they are like. Well, we're gonna donate these clothes. Do you want do you want to use those to wrestle in? It's not even like, you know, uh, I guess like what would be a hot brand back then of like athletic wear? You know what I mean? It's like, it's Kmart. Like, it's just like, I think they're served yeah. to the bottom of those sweatpants. You know what I mean? It's not good. <clears throat> By the way, do, do you think that uh, in like, you know how like we send uh, the shirts of like, you know, the, the, the NFL. The, like the losing the Super Bowl. Yeah. of the, of the, you, the major sporting events? Yeah. Yeah, do you think that there's a kid somewhere that has like a Stephanie McMahon test shirt somewhere <laughs> like SMT? <laughs> oh, they got married. It was great. Uh, we have off the bat offense on here and Stephanie definitely showed her greenness early on in this match. I think she really picks it up early picks out pretty quickly um yeah. with that uh there's that toss that hip lock take down and that hurricane rana that stephanie like pulls her weight with with each of those moves lands on really, her head really impressed me lands on her head for sure like that hurricane oh on the hurricane rana yeah she didn't it was her with the headsetters there's definitely a moment where and because like also lita mentions it in her book where she dropped like stephanie does not take it 100 percent like she should and lands and i think it's a hurricane if i remember like seeing it um, it's not terrible, but she def like, and, but you, she definitely lands on her head instead of like where she's like on her back. Uh, she was fine, not injured that, but it was scary. You know, it was the thing. Mm -hmm. And you could tell, especially in the beginning of the match. I mean, like Lita's forearms, I was like, truly, I'm like, are you kissing? Like, what is this? They <laughs> yeah, were I so, know. they were so, but I mean, like you're in there with the boss's daughter who like has never wrestled. Like, yeah, I think it's probably pretty fucking scary. Um, and I'm sure they only trusted her because she'd been working with Trish so much and Trish was so green and she was like tasked, Lita was tasked with like, be careful, like take care of Trish she doesn't know what she's doing. Mm -hmm. Like she's new to this. And she clearly proved herself and able to like carry those interactions um, that I think that probably I'm sure made Vince more comfortable putting Stephanie in the ring with her. But I mean, we have seen so many shitty women segments up until this point. Countless mm -hmm. uh, mud baths and and fucking uh, snow bunny shit and pillow fights and evening gowns, 
And they could have very easily written something for Stephanie to win in a bullshit whatever. And, like, I don't know, man. I think Stephanie is my favorite McMahon by far. Like, I just think that she, the fact that, like, she did this, that she was like, no, I'm going to fucking wrestle. And, like, she Mm -hmm. did it. Like, she wasn't great and she wasn't, but she could, she, there, there were a hundred easier ways to tell this story that didn't demand her to do the thing she did. Uh, and I thought she was not, I think that she was good, you know, uh, admirable in putting forth the effort. Mm-hmm. I also thought like her selling and her facial expressions were great. Were actually great. Yeah. above, were like above average. Were like better than, I would say, I, I better uh, than Jacqueline and the fa- in a face perspective. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the way that she would do something and then look at Kurt or Triple H for like, what should I do next? But like, but in a way that it was character. You know what I mean? Like it just, it all came together. And I think she really, she's, I think she's just, she is pretty gifted. I have to say like, a natural. I, uh, I, yeah, I think, I think she's a natural at staying in character. Like she's very good at that. I definitely, um, you know, I, I could see, and I think everybody could see the seams in a lot of those early moves. I mean, the Hurricane Rana, it looked like it was like, okay, like, you know, you got to do like, you got to do your somersault now. And, you know, it, it, it betrayed just how much, uh, of a hurricane rana like for it to look effective is also on the person taking the hurricane rana yeah, like it's you mostly have to... on the person taking yeah. the hurricane rana right well i mean like look you you know you do get a person you do have it is pretty i don't know i don't think i could do the leader part of a hurricane rana where i have to like leap up and get my legs around your you know mm-hmm. around your neck but uh oh, I could. but also <laughs> but also i mean look Lita, Lita obviously did the part that is the hard part of the current Hurricane Rana. Like she did the hardest part, um, but the 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 victim, you know, the the victim part of the Hurricane Rana still needs to do something. And and the more athletic you are, the better that Hurricane Rana looks. And that's why you can see it looks a little. It looked like kind of a, a flatter Hurricane Rana because it was just you know she looked like she just kind of tumbled as opposed to flying. Um, and then, uh, you know, there were a couple times where, where, uh, you know, she looked wooden kind of slap when she was slapping Lita. Uh, it didn't look great, but you know, look, I, I agree with the points that were made. I think the fact is, uh, she, she was trying to do a real match and she was extremely new. Uh, so I can salute her for the effort. And I think, you know, Lita, you know, Lita did well. She did as well as she could, I think, making Steph look as good as she could make Steph look. And if Steph had more, you know, time in the gym and, and more natural athletic talent, you know, it probably would have been even better. But, you know, I, I, I can appreciate the that this was, you know, um, a main event that was women-based and also wrestling-based. And the thing, too, uh, totally. And I think, like, this is not, by any stretch, a five-star classic. But um, Lita... The, I mean, this is, it's all, this is a showcase for Lita, obviously. Um, and the interactions with Kurt and with Triple H and, like, the storytelling and, like, the... I mean, the crowd... Well, the crowd is chanting Lita's name chanting at the Lita. end. Yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit, that's over. Awesome just awesome um i yeah. think it was just like really exciting like that stuff was all really like the shenanigans were like well deployed i thought like they, they mm-hmm. came at the right 
um, beats, and I thought that they didn't overstay their welcome. Because again, if yeah, I mean, it's a, if Lita is is again, if she's paired up with somebody who can match her talent wise, then then she could tear the fucking roof off, and it wouldn't need these others. But again, those yeah. those other beats really come in at moments that allow to uh, kind of regroup in order to uh, continue to plan out the Hardy's attack. I thought was was really really great. Uh, yeah. um, them coming in there. Yeah, I, I think, um, I mean, to me, it seemed very obvious that all of the stuff that was there was kind of to um, relieve some of the um, the weight off of Steph, right? Mm-hmm. Because if, if, if Lita could go with someone who could go, um, I mean, not, I don't, like, you know, I would hope that they would be willing to actually have a real main event. I mean, it sounds like from what Bobby was saying, there is a later main event that will, that does, you know, prove that out. But yeah, like I, I, you know, obviously um, it's, it's not always my favorite to have the shenanigans, especially in a women's match where it's like all these, uh, you know, superstars, like the the male superstars have to kind of uh, come in to play a role to, to, to put the match over. But I think in this case it was it was kind of like necessary, right? They yeah. they needed to have something because Lita can't just get can't just uh, you know fly all over the ring by herself. Well, it's a different story they're telling. You know, it's not like this is not a story about like a typical championship encounter. Like these are two of the best of the best, like claiming like who like fighting for the claim of who can really say they are like the top competitor in the division, like. This there's there's so this was so, there's so much of the wrestling morality play in this of like this even though it wasn't a pay per view and this was a Monday Night Raw this felt like the comeuppance and like the culmination of these like weeks of frustration and also Stephanie had has had this belt for a long ass time yeah and so, I mean, this is again two months worth sh- worth of build for Lita and and before that and Stephanie's just been more, holding the title and, exactly. and people hate her and people hate her and all they do is they undermine and every story we've seen is about how they everything's in their favor every they have full control and they're always pulling the strings just when you think you have them beat the mcmahons have something else up their sleeve and a double double cross and all that stuff and it's like finally it's like and all those pieces are there where it was you know now the rock is the referee okay well now triple h and kurt are coming okay well now the hardys are there to even things up and like one after another these things like um you had like the satisfaction it, of not like the superior everyone knew it wasn't like who is a superior athlete everyone know knew who the superior athlete was so now it's a matter right. of like how do you get the justice in this and the justice in it was seeing stephanie like finally find herself in a situation that she couldn't negotiate her way out of or connive or scheme or plan her way out of she just finally got the that was time to pay the piper and like that was the level and it just happened to culminate the same time as like Lita's amazing surge in popularity, where it was like there was no one better to dethrone her. And you think mm-hmm. that uh, you think the announce team would be a little better at telling that story, but instead we get one of the weirdest exchanges ever, where here Lita comes from a almost impoverished background. What the fuck was like, that? <laughs> like, were they trying to say that she was like like, like trailer poor. trash? Yeah. And, and then, and then Stephanie has never been slapped, and Jr. follows up. Well, maybe she should have been taken to the woodshed. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, really. Why? Why? I understand they're like trying to again, like do the um... sure privilege versus unprivileged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a class story. It's a class thing. Yeah. 
but I, I don't think that they'd ever brought up Lita's background or, or anything. Like, this wasn't like, like Ken Shamrock, where we knew that he was sleeping in a car for most of his childhood. Sure, that was, was well, just like was something that just... Lita, Lita's childhood was so bad that she was working on the car that Ken Shamrock <laughs> was sleeping in. She didn't even get to sleep. She just had to keep changing tires. She actually slept under the car. <laughs> right. right, that's their bunk bed. Yeah. Ken Shamrock was like, no, I sleep on top. And so this, she, ends, and also, by sorry. the way, I don't, I actually also don't think she did grow up in Buffalo. Like, they, that, I think that was also completely made up. And made, <laughs> so not only was it like apropos of nothing, but it was also incorrect. It was like the most unforced error. <laughs> and so there's a whole bunch of interference that, uh, that lines up the end as Kurt tries to slip the title to Stephanie in order to, uh, to fight with and, the Rock is beating up Kurt and then Triple H. But what do you guys think of the rock bottom to Stephanie? Was it was it mm, the spine you know. buster or was it the full rock bottom? I, it I think it was a full buster. rock bottom. I don't know. I I know. A, yeah, I thought it was a rock bottom. I'm not sure. Um. <laughs> well, the crowd sure liked it. And again, I I don't have an issue with with a wrestler getting comeuppance. My issue is more that it would have been nice for Lita to have been able to. Like, Rock was about to do it. Lita grabs her instead and, and does the move herself, hits the moonsault, and then gets the pin. Oh, for sure. That would have been. That would have been way better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's hard not to feel the little bit of getting lost in the storyline and feeling the karmic justice from the way having had this st- the, the context set with the interference from Triple H and Kurt on behalf of Stephanie earlier. If that makes just, sense. It, Again, I don't. I don't like it, but I think mm-hmm. that is the. I did. I. I will. I also want to uh, recognize that. It just. It smacks of me of uh, of James Ellsworth pulling down For the sure. briefcase at the first uh, women's money in the bank match. Like you've got a chance for history here. Let the women do the work. Also, yeah, right. The the other big thing is like you know, it, um, I forgot that like rock does the rock bottom and then kind of like says like, all right, have at it, Lita. And it's just kind of like Lita could have had at it anytime she wanted to. Like if, if the story they're trying to tell is that like the rock is fed up with her shit too. And like, you know, he's going to, you know, whatever, like he's going to do it. I mean, take it for what you want. I, I obviously the uh, men being violent against women thing sucks, but like, that to me is a little bit, you know, that's one thing. But like the idea of like, well, you know, I served her up on a platter. You, I mean, like it's 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 Steph, right? Like Lita could have, you know, should I think I feel like my guess going into this is Lita should have felt like if if everything was you know on an even playing field, she would win ten times out of ten in any match, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's the story they're still trying to tell. So yeah, like why. Why does The Rock need to, like, serve her up on a platter in any way? Also, I guess the one other thing that we need to to remember is this is the go-home Raw for SummerSlam, the second biggest show on the WWF calendar. And The Rock is main eventing it against Triple H and Kurt Angle. So we do need to um, be selling a pay-per-view here as well alongside all of this. And so, I mean... I'm jacked. I'm ready for this pay-per-view. I'm excited. Yeah. 
This was awesome. I mean, like, I, I feel like I, I think that all came together. Like I, I, like I said, I didn't mind the shenanigans here, and especially in the context of it setting up SummerSlam, the fact that they even put it in the spot is just awesome. It just, like, shows – I think it's indicative that, like, they finally feel like they have a division they could be serious about and build around, and they clearly think they can build it around Lita. Mm-hmm. Right, guys. Love us, disagree, want to – Oh boy! Uh, uh, oh, uh, want to dress us in a T-shirt that makes it look like I'm not wearing any pants? Want to put your custom company logo on a hat or T-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be how we're getting beaten up, you guys. Oh, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> oh well, I guess I should. Uh, I should also point out that that uh, I, I, I'm like looking at a stopped image of it. It's um, what's it called? Um, Kurt Angle basically out in a t-shirt. Look, he looks like he's he's like you know Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the right? Pooh, like, like crazy, sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. He's shirt cocking. Yeah. Let, um, a, let us know. Email us at helenacellphone at gmail Get updates on Facebook or Twitter at helenacellpod or tweet at us individually. Eric at Prime Silver, Bobby at Bobby Hank, and Aaron at Slow Pass. Our theme song is "There Are Traders in Our Mitts by Disco Vietnam, and our artist by Alexis Yavni. Find links for both in our episode notes. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back again with SummerSlam 2000. I, I don't need, like, a, a correction on this, but in my head canon, uh, when Lita comes out and she, like, does the guns but doesn't do the guns to her head like the Hardy Boys do, I like to think that it's because of her Christian background and she, like, she has, like, a moral out, you know, uh, a moral reason for for the sure. no 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 she grew up she I'll grew up guns but I won't. she grew up almost impoverished until she almost found the lord right well she she uh she used to have to change tires at the church van <laughs>